0: to the way, living in the way, and uh, we're, we're into session nine, and this session is on living in the spirits. But uh, before we begin, I'm just going to do uh, a couple of welcomes, because this time uh, we've got Ellie back with us again. And
1: Hi, guys. <laughs> Good to
0: have you here again. And uh, then we've also got another guest with us. Uh, Isaac Moore, Isaac's one of our uh, Greenhouse participants, and uh, is at the time of recording, he's been here now with us, what, about a month, isn't Yeah, just it? about a month, yeah. yeah. And how are you finding life in Bendigo? Loving it. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic, man. So today we're going to talk about living in the Spirit. What kind of life do you want? Jesus makes a promise to us in John 10.10, I have come. That they have life and have it to the full. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I want that. <laughs> Absolutely. And we can claim that promise by living in the Spirit. And Paul teaches us a great lesson in Galatians chapter six, verse seven and eight. He says, People harvest only what they plant. If they plant to satisfy their sinful selves, their sinful selves will bring them ruin. But if they plant to please the spirit, they will receive eternal life from the spirit. Think of yourself as a farmer and your life as a crop. What do you want to grow in your life? If we sow seeds of selfish desires, we grow a crop that reflects it. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we don't want to do that. No, we
1: don't.
0: You want to uh, grow a good crop. And, and obviously, you're listening to this because you want to grow a good crop in your life as well. And uh, that's the only reason I can think of why you're listening to session nine of this, right? You've obviously got stickability. <laughs> so, we're, we're going to have a look at what does it mean to live a life in the spirit? What does that look like on a day to day basis? So we've got a few thoughts that that we're going to have a look at. The first thing is having a renewed mind. Uh, let's have a read of the scripture first. Uh, who would like to read first? I'll okay. go. Yeah, great. Thanks, Isaac. We're reading from Romans twelve, chapter two. We're going to have a read of session. Is it in the notes here?
2: Yeah. We are session nine, right? Yep. Oh, right. It wasn't (laughs) down far enough. Okay, Romans 12.2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect.
0: So what does this scripture say God wants to do to us? What's he wanting to do to us? According to this scripture,
1: he wants to completely transform us. Not just, it talks there about changing the way we think, but more and more so, it's changing every part of us, Mm -hmm. changing the way we think, changing our heart, changing our motives, our desires, our behaviors to be in accordance with who Christ is and who he now is within us.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So, I said, um, What does he want to transform us from?
2: Transform us from our our old patterns of living, our old um, sin nature, um, old lifestyles, um, things that seek to sort of shackle us and um, hold us back.
0: Okay, so give us some examples of what that might look like. Like is there anything from your own life that you look at and you go, wow, I can really see that as... I stepped into that life in Christ, that this area of my life got really transformed.
2: Yeah. Um, so, like, one, if we want to go from, like, zero to 100, like, yeah. classes, um, like, I used to from when I was, like, early teens and stuff, struggled with pornography. Yeah. Um, and that was something that, yeah, absolutely had a whole, uh, like, vice-like grip on me. Yeah. But it was only through, even though I tried so many times to sort of give it up sort of yeah, in yeah. the way that, yeah, you normally sort of would. It was only through Jesus that I was able to um, be, like, completely
0: free and yeah. transform from that. That's fantastic. That's a great example. And it would not surprise me that I would say just about every guy Mm. who is listening to this, if you are a new believer, you have probably or probably are walking this path. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the great news is that through the Holy Spirit, this thing can be completely defeated in your life. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Ellie, how does that transformation take place?
1: Well, I think simply the first action is receiving Jesus and receiving the work that he did for us on the cross. And then it's actually just a walk of faith, of actually putting into action everything that he's done and said. And and at times it may not actually feel like stuff is happening, which is where the faith component comes in, believing Mm. that what God has said in the word is actually... The truth about our lives and our nature now, and yeah. as we continue to walk that path more and more, so the Holy Spirit reveals His nature um, alive and active in our lives.
0: Yeah. So the word for that, the the uh, the church word or the Christian <laughs> word for that, is repentance. Yes. Um, so repentance means to stop going where you were going and to change direction. Mm and to stop thinking the way that you were thinking so change your actions and change your thought patterns and just like changing your actions mean that you you're going in one direction and you change that direction mm. it's also a changing of the mind mm. repentance means i've changed my mind mm. uh, so it's really you know to to repent is not weeping and crying and being sorry. (laughs) It might be the start of repentance, Mm. right? That might be where repentance starts. But real repentance is a change of life, a change of lifestyle, a change of the way that our mind literally thinks. Mm. All right. So we're going to have a look at a story uh, in John chapter 3. And... uh, this is probably like one of the Mount Everest stories in the Bible. John 3.16 is, you know, it's, you see the, the posters <laughs> put up at the football and that sort of thing. And, but uh, this, is the, this is the story that this comes from. But in this story, we've got a man named Nicodemus who was a religious leader. Um, he was kind of like a, the combination of a city councillor and a priest. Mm. Right is is the sort of job that he was doing. Certainly, a religious leader for the day, and he seeks Jesus out secretly in the night because he wants to know more about this kingdom that Jesus keeps speaking about. And in uh, John chapter three, verses three to five, Ellie, do you want to read it?
1: Of course. It says Jesus. Replied, "I tell you the truth." Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? Explained Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of the spirit.
0: (laughs) I love it. Nicodemus. An old man. (laughs) How am I to go to my mother's womb? So, I know that for, for both of you guys, you have grown up in Christian homes. And maybe you as a listener, you haven't had the privilege, and it is a wonderful privilege. Mm-hmm. But I think the point that you're going to hear is each of these guys uh, take a moment to tell you about their own experience. Every single one of us has to come to a point where we determine for ourselves, what we're going to do about jesus mm. uh, to be born again as jesus said in this this story with nicodemus is something that every single one of us have to do whether you were raised in a, a christian home whether you were raised by wolves right it doesn't matter you every single one of us has to to face this so mm. isaac what about for you what what was that moment like for you? What the moment, the moment when you know that you were born again? What was
2: that like? I think for me it was um, growing up here yeah, in the church and stuff. Lots of like giving my life to Jesus, so many sort of times and so I'm praying and sort of not knowing like sort of am I saved? All that sort of stuff. But it was about um, I think November or October of 2015. Yeah. That um, I was at a rally within a um, uh, some speakers from out of town and they had the um, had like the altar call and sort of that which have been in meetings like that countless times but for mm-hmm. some reason this time was different I just thought no I'm just going to draw a line in the sand and after this point it's going to be no more um, no more sort of praying sinner's prayer no more that this is going to be my sort of my defining moment um, and yeah haven't haven't looked back since yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. been walking um walking in relationship with Jesus prior to that. But that was my sort of, yeah, this is no longer my parents' faith. It's no longer my church's faith. It's my faith. Mm -hmm. And, yeah.
0: So when that took place, obviously you said that there were other times that you prayed those prayers. Mm, and Yeah. So what was different?
2: I think this time um, it was... Uh, there were I experienced something, so I know that people often say that um, emotion is bad, and um, it's you, know, you need to push that aside, and it needs to be all based on scripture and um, and that. But that's that's religion, that's mm-hmm. what what I grew up in, and that's what um, I guess kept me from not feeling saved and having to say that mm-hmm. prayer so many times. Yeah. But I did, I felt something within me, and I, it did stir my emotions. And from that point, that's what um, it cut through my pride um, and everything else to actually get me to walk up the front because it was it was something that um, yeah everyone I was thinking well everyone's going to be looking at me and thinking well you're you're already a Christian you're you've been going to church all your life and so on. why are you going up to there that's for that's for sinners and that's mm-hmm. for like um, mm-hmm. yeah people that don't know Jesus um, yeah. but yeah, all of that just yeah melted away in the moment and yeah wow
0: fantastic and how about you Owen? Um?
1: Um well you were actually there when it happened, Dad, but I for as long as I can remember, I've always known God's real and just loved him. Yeah. Like just just always known. But I remember it was just after my tenth birthday. Um I was sitting down with your mum on the couch and um you just began to ask me some intentional questions. And it, I remember just feeling this compulsion, like just feeling so compelled that this wasn't just something like, oh, I know God's real and I love Him, but I, it's the first time, and I never forget it. It's the first time I tangibly felt like the presence of God that come upon me, and I don't know if you remember this, but I just started weeping on the couch and um, wanted to give my life to Jesus and. I think like everyone there's there's layers of more surrender and deeper yeah. surrender and that yeah. definitely happened more and more so in my teens. But um I know without a shadow of a doubt that um yeah, just after I turned ten in that moment when I felt the tangible presence of God, I was like, This is what I'm this is what I want to live for. Um yeah, and then it just obviously progressed deeper and deeper from then on in. <laughs>
0: yeah, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I think that I, I love what you said there about layers mm. I mean you've both expressed it that that there are layers in this because it's a relationship right yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's not it's not a contract it's a relationship and yeah like any relationship it goes through stages of mm. drawing deeper and and mm. coming into deeper layers so I love that that's great mm. well we're going to have a look at righteousness now living in the spirit is is not just um uh uh, an emotional thing Mm -hmm. there's something that takes place in in us as well almost from a legal perspective before Mm -hmm. god and uh, we call that legal rightness with god Mm -hmm. righteousness Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're going to have a look at a scripture around that uh, which is found in romans 14. Verse 17. Thanks, Isaac.
2: For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit.
0: Come on. love <laughs> it. So, Ellie, what is righteousness?
1: Probably the most simplest definition I give to people is a right standing before God.
0: Mm. Love it. Yeah. Uh, in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it's they say, acting in accordance with divine or moral law free from guilt or sin. Mm-hmm. A good uh, definition. Yeah. And the Oxford says the quality of being morally correct and justifiable. And that's, uh, you know, these are just cold dictionary definitions. Mm-hmm. But, but the point is, is that that you have been made Right mm. with God. Mm-hmm. Now you might be sitting there thinking, oh, but you know, I've still got things going on in my life, and but the the issue here is not how good you are, mm-hmm. but how righteous you are. Yeah. Yeah. And can you be fifty percent righteous is the <laughs> question that I've got here. And, and of course, no. Righteousness is uh, a digital concept. It's either on or it's off. Mm. So either you are righteous or you're not. Mm. And the great thing for you, the listener, to understand is that your righteousness is actually not dependent on your behaviour. Yeah. It's dependent on the blood of Jesus. Mm. Mm. And if you've chosen to come under that blood, then you have been made righteous. That's right. And and that is a done deal. Mm -hmm. Now, God wants to make you good. (laughs) And that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. And your life now is about appropriating what is actually being purchased for you through the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because you are righteous... Now you don't have to live in sin. Mm. And I think that that's the great thing about it is you can choose now not to sin Mm. because you're righteous. Mm. Amen. So you're not a sinner who's been given grace by God and you're scratching around trying to keep your head above water. No, no, no. That's not who you are. You are flying on the wings of of righteousness. Mm -hmm. You are made right with God and any time that sin comes against you, you have the freedom to choose to say no.
1: Amen.
0: So that's one of the great things about it. However, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you may find, especially as a new believer, that there is something else at work. You know, you you may find that having chosen to follow Christ, that even though you've been made righteous, there's still stuff going on in your life, and you're going well. You know, I don't feel righteous because I'm looking at what is still going on, and the the choices that I'm making, and the things that are going on. We call this the old nature, and um, in Psalm 51.5, five. Uh, must be up to you, Ellen, is it? We're going to have a read of Psalm 51.5 and Ephesians 2, verse 3.
1: Psalm 51.5 says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. And Ephesians 2.3 All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else.
0: Now that's all very well. That yes, we were born in sin. Mm-hmm. All right, but what we're reading here describes us before we were born in sin. Yes. All right. This is this is who you were before you were made right with Christ. Mm-hmm. The good news is this. Yes, there may be an old nature there. But you have also now been given a new nature. Mm. What's that new nature like? Let's have a read. Uh, we're going to read 2 Corinthians 5.17 and Colossians 3.9. Well, we've got a few. So let's read 2 Corinthians 5.17 first.
2: Okay, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old is gone, a new life has begun.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's just... (laughs) What if we need to unpack this? (laughs) The old life is gone?
1: Completely. Mm.
0: It's gone. (laughs) And the new life has begun.
1: Mm.
0: So that is that's a done deal. Mm. We don't have to. The thing is this. There can be stuff going on in your life and you can choose to engage with that. But because you are now a new creation, you don't have to. Mm. And this is the thing, is that once you were a slave, to the ways of this world. You didn't have a choice. You had to do these things. You had to think these ways Mm. because that's all you were. Mm. And now that's not the case. It's something different. It's something new. Mm. And so you have the power by the Holy Spirit to choose to live this new life that's been given to you. -hmm. right, Colossians Mm -hmm. chapter 3, verse 9
1: to 10. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like
0: Him. Whoa. (laughs) So we're getting this described as like clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Strip off that old nature. The thing is, who does that? strip off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Who does the stripping off? Is it God or is it us? According to this scripture.
1: It's
0: us according to this. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to bring out. Mm. There's actually a a choice that you and I make Mm. as we follow. You see, we... like. I don't know about you, right, but I have got some old favourites <laughs> right? There's a certain hoodie, a certain pair of trackies, certain pairs of jeans, and I love them. And, and Brit has to war with me to throw these things out when they've gone way past <laughs> their use by day. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I want to put these on because they're comfortable and I like them. <laughs> And and she's like, no, they are old and they are ratty and they are embarrassing, <laughs> right? And and so uh, there is that choice that I have to make where I have to strip off the, these old things mm. to put on something new. Mm. And and I think that that's the thing is that some of these character traits and practices and things are are actually like that comfortable old pair of trackies. Mm. It's it's more comfortable to fall back into these old ways and all these old patterns because okay. it's known. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. maybe it's scratching an itch. Maybe it is satisfying uh, an old nature desire, mm-hmm. and so we fall back into those things. And really, God's got something which is far better. For us in that new nature,
1: mm. I think it's good to quickly note too in that scripture in Colossians that says, "For you have stripped off." Yes, like it's something that has already taken place. It's not something that we're in the process of doing, yeah. but it's an action that's already concluded. Now it's Wonderful. just a matter of mm. putting on our new nature and continuing the walk with that.
0: Yeah, and and again, who chooses to do that? We do. Mm. we choose we choose to put on that new nature and I think this is why paul says you know that we'd work out our salvation daily mm. with yeah. fear and trembling mm. each day we've got to choose to to continue to put that that new nature on and not pick up that old nature again and yeah. I, that's the thing is that oh well you know I hear people say oh you know like a It's old habits. No, 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 you chose. That got, as you said, Mm. that's been stripped off your life. Mm. You're choosing to go and pick that up now Mm. and put that on. You've actually been freed from being forced to do that. Mm. I think that that's one of the great things to to keep in mind about this. Okay, Ephesians 4, verse 21 to 24, Isaac. Since you've heard
2: about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. I
0: love that. Mm. Throw off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy.
0: Yeah. So again, we've got that idea of putting on Mm. what is ours. Mm. Yeah. So, is there anything else that that has stood out to you guys in in these scriptures that you want to bring up before we move on?
2: I think yeah, the um, how you identify yourself and how you see yourself is often. You, a very common thing is I'm a sinner saved by grace. It should be I was once a sinner, but I have been saved by grace. Yes. Because mm-hmm. if you are constantly identifying yourself in your old nature, in those old clothes, mm-hmm. you're going to, you, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it sort of belittles what was done mm-hmm. by Jesus and sort of saying that there's sort of extra stuff and whatever just mm-hmm. to go on. But, yeah, it's all been done. It's all, yeah. I love
0: mm-hmm. it.
1: And I love at the end of – um that Ephesians 4 passage in verse 24, put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Yeah. That we were always intended to actually to not sin. Like that was our original created intent, was to be in the nature of God, perfectly righteous, perfectly holy. Mm. And that's what Jesus made the way for us. Even though that hasn't been our experience our whole lives, we now have an opportunity to enter into that fullness of righteousness. And 1 John, like that whole book, does a great job of like um, showing the love and the purity of righteousness in God Yeah. Um, that, you know, those who love God and know God, actually it says that they do not sin. Like, yeah. And we have the freedom to actually not sin any longer mm. in relationship with God.
0: That's really good because the next point is to be dead to sin. Mm. And uh, we're going to have a look at a few scriptures around this. So, Ellie, uh, Romans six eleven.
1: So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus.
0: Yeah. So the, the idea here being that that sin is a power. Mm. Yeah. It's in in that essence, it's a person too. It's you know Satan, the prince of of darkness the mm. prince of all of of that which we call evil uh, we can be we can choose to be dead to his impact on our life mm-hmm. mm. and alive to God through Jesus Christ because of the work that the Holy Spirit's doing in our lives mm. we can choose to bring our attention there and simply choose to drop everything that is sinful mm-hmm. uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 14 to 17
2: I either way Christ's love controls us since we believe that Christ died for all we also believe that we have all died to our old life he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves instead they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them so we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. The new life has begun.
0: Wow. The old life is gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hoping that as you're listening to this, that you are laying hold of this idea that everything that you've been in the past, everything that you've Hung mm. your identity on. It's gone. Mm. You're allowed to let it go. You are yeah. no longer mm. that person. You're no longer the things that your teachers said about you, your parents said about That's you, right. what your friends have said about you. Mm. All of those things that have shaped your identity, the way that you have lived, it's, it's all gone. and you, mm. have, you have got the freedom to enter into a new identity. Galatians 2, verses 19 to 21, Ellie.
1: When I tried to keep the law, it condemned me. So I died to the law. I stopped trying to meet all its requirements so that I might live for God. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in the earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. For if if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Mm -hmm.
0: So how do you think someone becomes dead to sin? I mean, you guys have walked this life in Christ for a little while. Help the people that are listening right now. How do you think? what, What are some practical things that you can actually do to help you become Dead to sin.
1: Hmm. I think if you look at the scriptures that even talk about we us having the mind of Christ mm-hmm. and in relationship with Christ, if there's any thoughts and feelings that are running rampant in our lives that don't actually align itself with the fruits of the Spirit or life in Christ, mm-hmm. then I would actually um, even just like suggest to look at those thoughts, look at those feelings and address like where this is coming from. Is this um, is this actually from me or is this something that's coming against me? Is yeah. this something that's being impressed upon me? Because we, we have been set free from sin. And I've found even through experience like the more we focus upon sin, the more likely we are to sin. If we keep our eyes fixed on God, fixed on Christ and him crucified, and our mind and attention is on His love, um, we're so less likely to sin because it's not even a thought or concept entering in because our affections and, and thoughts are towards Him who saved us.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Anything to add, Isa
2: I think just to get Scripture um, into you and because... Um, satan's the accuser Mm -hmm. um and he will come against you with uh it may be words of people yeah like you said todd words that people have spoken over you Mm -hmm. um situations thoughts pop into your head for every accusation that comes against you there's actually the inverse of um, promise um, of god and i haven't got it in front of me but um i'm sure if you just googled promises of god chart or comparison there's this uh, wonderful um, Chart online with all the things that um, commonly sort of may come against us um, with sort of fear and condemnation, and so on, and then the scripture that counters it, yeah, um, which is yeah really good to um, just, yeah, if you think saying I'm feeling afraid, um, you can look and find the scripture that counters that, um, or That's um, yeah, and it's just having that, even if you just stuck it up on like your wall or, or your wallpaper on your phone or something like that, yeah, yeah, scripture fantastic. behind you, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's one of the great things is to use Scripture as a way to yeah. to fight against all of those thoughts. So like we said right back at the start, repentance mm-hmm. is changing direction, mm-hmm. not just in your actions, but in your thoughts as well. And so we just want to encourage you as a listener uh, uh, to take the time to get into the Word of God and whoever you've got mentoring you, perhaps help them to well ask them to help you to maybe get hold of some of those promises and and, uh, take isaac's cue and and go search it out on google it for yourself Mm -hmm. you know that's a great thing where where would we be without google (laughs) so we really want to encourage you uh, to start living the life that's been purchased for you. Don't Mm. let the enemy rob you. Don't let him fool you into thinking that you have to live under those old patterns, Mm. those old ideas, those old identities. It's all God. Come on.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) None of it applies to you anymore. You are truly a new creation in Christ Jesus. Mm. Amen. So we, we just speak that blessing over you. And we, we trust that in this next phase of your life, you are really going to allow the Lord to shape your identity to be based in Him. Not in all the things that the enemy has been spending a lifetime working on you to try to rob you of who you rightfully are. What was that scripture we read earlier? Putting on your new nature, Ephesians 4, verse 24. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Bless you. Thanks, Ellie and Isaac, for being part of of this one. And uh, Isaac's going to hang around and and, uh, be in the next session with us. We'll see you then. Bye.
2: Thank you.